Hey, Road Trippin' fam. The Cleveland crew is back. They're joined by John Henson and Marquise Chris for a trip around the map, per usual. One thing is for sure, with the NCAA tournament in full swing, you've got a former UNC Tar Heel, a former Washington Husky, and of course, the Arizona Wildcat, Channing himself, diving into everything March Madness and a whole lot more. So without further ado, J. Mike, Angel, Channing, guys, take it away. All right, thank you, Allie. Good, good group assembled here today. Yeah. Let's start with the godfather, the founder, Channing Fry, soon to be retired, Channing Fry. <laughs> Here he is. Good to see you. Sorry, that was my everything good. Bad. No, it was alright. Okay. Right. How you doing? You good? If, yeah, I'm good. Before we I'm still doing my Godfather impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> if he knows about the Bronzino, you gotta kill him, right? Yeah. Okay. It's, cool. it's, it's dangerous out here for mobsters. You see. Ooh, it's dangerous out here for everybody. <laughs> and speaking of that, we got Mark. <laughs> <laughs> John Hanson, Marquise Chris, they are oh, featured man. guests. Feature, we got to get the new Angel guys. Angel and John, yes. We got to get it's two of the new guys. Interesting group you got here together. Yeah, I know, a lot of big men. I know, I like There's it. seven of us, and yet the other night two of us played. <laughs> five <laughs> out. Half of us. Five One out. and a half of us. Back half of me is already, already gone. Checked out. I wouldn't say checked out. I would say, you know how like you got to get out the room, but you're downstairs having a drink, eating before you go? <laughs> That's me. I'm still in the hotel, but I'm not in the room anymore. <laughs> we do have to discuss. Like this is going to be like a, a topic for a, a later show, yeah, I'm okay. sure, the retirement. We'll talk about this at some point, but this is the first show since John, your teammate, announced his retirement. Marquise, your teammate, announced his retirement. A couple more weeks, and uh, it is the former NBAer. Chanic Fry. Ooh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Had to. You know, it's time to go now. Mm-hmm. Better walk away than getting kicked out. Reaction? Yeah, Reaction yeah. from you two when you uh, hear the news? Um, I was kind of surprised, I would say, because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like he still has a little more in him. But a little bit. I got about 250 a little more. He said a little more. He told me, hey, he said, you know, I think it's time. Um, right. my, my friends are all retired and, you know. It's time. It's time. To, time to head on out. So, respect it. Yeah. I mean, I think he's just one of those guys. Every time you look at the NBA, you're just like, oh, he's still playing. Yeah. He's still playing. That's what I'm saying. He's still <laughs> kicking. Is that a, is that a, is that a compliment? To, compliment to you or not a compliment to you? When you're uh, like, oh, he's still around. No, compliment. It's not but in here's a negative the problem. Way. My. Right. I know you didn't mean it. 14 years would be so much better if it wasn't for freaking Vince and fucking Dirk. Just retire, (laughs) you old farts. Jesus, you're diminishing my shit right now, man. (laughs) D-Wade is gone. Dirk said you're gone. Now you say you're coming back. We're tired of the pump fakes. What I think is funny is just when you go up for a dunk in practice or anything of that nature and you come down, you're like, at that point, I was like, hmm. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> I'm Dunking is yeah, tiring and it hurts my knees. <laughs> still bouncy though. Low key. A little bit. Low you know key. what? Once a month, it you depends. Those, What's the humidity? Long arm dunks. What's the barometer <laughs> level? You know what I'm saying? Can't be too cold. So you're bouncy, but you're bouncy in the south then. Yo, yeah, yeah. In okay. Miami, yeah. I'm windmilling. Okay. <laughs> Cap. Milwaukee, you get a tough backboard slap. Backboard slap, for sure. Yeah, it, it just don't work like that anymore. Like, I can't quarter. wake up. It takes me so long. To get ready, my warm up is more exhausting than actual game. <laughs> and by the end of the game, I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. it's just not used to it. You know, I just don't, I just can't play like that anymore. It's Mark, just like, yeah, everything hurts. My toes hurt. I got a massage the other day. That's what I was, was going like, to ask you. When so yeah. so like, fourteen years in, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you know, like I see Vince like icing his lower shin. Like, yeah. Is that like things just hurt? And you're like things What's going just on? hurt, and you're yeah. just like what? And they're and they're like. You know, everything usually hurts at the end of the season. So, like, a week after a season, 
you're like, oh man, I'm not feeling too bad. And then you're like, damn, my knees, my feet. And so just that pounding and stress and, you know, we're big guys. So that's a lot, you know, and we're upper echelon athletes. Uh, upper echelon. Oh yeah. Okay. Upper echelon athletes. So it's, it's tough to just, you work out all summer, lifting, running, shooting, more lifting, yeah. more running. And it's just like, we're not built for this. You know what we're built to do? Chill. We're built to chill. We're like, you never really see a giraffe sprinting all the time. He just walks, <laughs> right? And we've been sprinting. I've been sprinting for 14 years. Only time you're really supposed to sprint is if your life is in danger. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Giraffes only sprint when the tigers are chasing them. Yeah. And, and, I've been, and I've been on that track for 14 years. And so. By the way, 21-year-old Marquise just laughing at you too, right? <laughs> just laughing. But he's the just thing smiling. Is, he's been in the league three years. So guess That's what? Right. By the time he's 28, 29... He's going to have four ice bags for real. in the ice tub, for one real. on his back, one on his shoulder, and just little naggy things. But it was worth it, and I'm happy, and luckily, knock on wood, no knee injuries, no real ankle injuries, couple shoulders, but um, yeah, everything is good, and I could walk away. And that was one thing. Like I see a lot of guys keep trying and trying and trying, but if you're not 100% into this, and if you don't like... If this isn't everything, you're going to get yourself hurt. You're going to get somebody else hurt. And that's why, like, you know, they got to give me a week preparation before they're like, you might play next week. I'm like, <laughs> all right, let me rev this engine up. You know what I'm saying? You can't start the old car up and just go go to the store. You got to turn it on, go inside, watch a show, and then come back outside. Let that thing heat up, you know? My car's made out of metal. They're made out of uh, oh, this boy. new age plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people really realize how much of a beating you guys take and then trying to work yourselves back. I know you're talking about the yeah. retirement aspect. You're young in the game. And then John Henson, you're working your way back. Mm -hmm. Like that's gotta be something mentally yeah. draining, but also, I mean, this is your job too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, it's your job. I, you know, it's, I love playing basketball, but you know, playing is only such a small part, you know, uh, of it, you know, and of the grind and, you know, it's just kind of part of the process of getting to where you need to be. Explain that. What you mean, John? For those maybe who aren't as familiar, it's a small part. Yeah. So you know, like, okay, of I'm I'm saying I'm averaging 15 minutes a game for the season. I'm only playing 15 minutes a night, but the preparation that goes into playing that 15 minutes and taking those four shots that you need to hit at least 50 percent of per se or threes 40 percent. It's uh, it's a lot, but that's just kind of part of perfecting your craft and. uh you know, that's what makes it feel so good when you go out there and play well and win. Marquise, what's this been like for you first three seasons? I mean, your initial impression. I mean, you knew what you were getting into, yeah. but now that you have a little bit of, you know, you've been in the league for a little bit. I your think thoughts? It's, uh, it's different. You know, growing up, obviously, we're big men. We've been bigger than everybody we play against. So, you know, nowadays you're playing against Steven Adams and Dwight and other big dudes like that. So it's like. I mean, that's our edit. So you're, you're 21 or 22? 21. See, like when I was 21, I was like roaming through frat court at Carolina. So like, I can't imagine. You know, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, frat court. Yeah, and, and you got to think frat like court. 21 in college, you have the same routine for four years. I mean, the same yeah. thing. Like, this is how much you're gonna hoop. This is how much you're gonna play. Mm -hmm. So you're used to playing 30 games in a year, right? And so like when you get to the league. You know, each year you progressively make or get more and more time. But in the league, one year I went from playing, you know, 10 minutes a game to the next year playing 24 to the next year playing 28, 29 mm -hmm. to the next year playing, you know, 16, 17. Yeah. So your minutes are never the same. So, like, 
for me has been the the routine of trying to figure that out. It's mm. the hardest part. And especially if you're not playing, because you're like, well, do I run today? Do I not? Like right. guys who work out, one thing that pissed me off and I think is, I think the older I got, the more I didn't like it, was guys who run right before the game. You know, the guys who get there early yeah. and run right before the game. To me, that bothers me to no end. Can I tell you a story? Yes. So I had a- That's what we do. Had, you know, yeah. I've had a, I've had a lot of coaches. I won't say any names, but um, we'll I wasn't playing at the time. We'll guess. I wasn't. Guess. I wasn't playing at the time, and uh, I would run before the game. Yeah. But you know, I would run because the staff would see me running, and it's just like, hey, he thinks he's not playing tonight, and I would get in the game. No. Yeah. I would. I would, I would literally go into the game when I wasn't expected to play. So I figured. I thought that was a little. That's why I did it. Yeah, because I wanted them to think like, oh, he's running before the game. He's check, he's not. He knows he's not going in. Yeah, and I'll get put in. So that was kind of the method to my running before the game. <laughs> oh, oh, so they were playing. testing you. They were testing you to nah, put you in. No, he was playing a game with I, you. Yeah, he's playing the game just like you play the game with you. Yeah, you gotta play the game back. Yeah, you know Man, how it goes. <laughs> One time here with the Cavs, so I knew I wasn't gonna play. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> knew it. And they were like chanting, "This team goes small. Like, don't worry about it. Like, we got three bigs. Yeah. So I'm cool. Me." Jose and Big Z played three on three, half court mm-hmm. for 35 minutes in the garden, mm-hmm. right? Before the game. We were going dumb hard. Mm-hmm. It was actually one of the funnest three on three games ever. Like a good one, good one. So, yeah, low key, we're down 22. So I'm thinking, oh, shit. Come on, come on. Give me them heat packs. Give <laughs> me some electrolytes. Yeah, yeah, Your boy is exhausted. So all of a sudden, coach puts us in. Six minutes, no, no, no. I think three minutes into the third quarter. So Jeez. the first, yeah, they ran three plays, timeout, things were five going, guys. Things are yeah. going south fast. Things are going yeah. south fast. Yeah. What? When I tell you, we played, how many minutes is that? 14 straight minutes. No, 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 more than that. Ooh. So I think it was 22 straight minutes. Coach kept us in the whole second half. You were just no like, subs. You just oh, like I'm. But you know what? Like sometimes mentally, you think, "Fuck it." Yeah, like right. if I'm here, yeah. you I'll make it look stupid. Yes. Right. Yes. I remember Ray France when I was my third year in the league in uh, Portland. Yes, Ray France played for Portland. Third year. He goes, Channing. Your whole motivation should should be. This motherfucker should never put me in a game because I'm embarrassing him because of how good I'm going to play. Right? I'm going to make him keep me in this game, which is like, you know, you have that kind of mentality of like, well, if you don't want to play me, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But if you play me, I'm going to show the world you're making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And that was his whole thing. He's like, Channing, watch. If he puts me in this game, I'm going to do good and he's going to take me out and I'm going to give him the stink eye. And everyone in America is going to know he sucks. <laughs> you know, and that was his motivation. It wasn't like, but he also was playing behind Joel Prisbilla and LaMarcus Aldridge and mm-hmm. you know some really, really, really good players. So it wasn't like they were just scrub buckets playing. But it worked. And then I ended up going to Phoenix and getting a chance. But, man, the running before the game thing, I think there's so much time before the game to do your running. You don't have to do it in front of everybody. You know, people got their families in town, <laughs> you know, and the other team, and you out there, get on the well, what line. What about post-game? Like, you know, hey, say I got – Family in town, something going on post game. I don't want to be sitting at the arena for thirty minutes. Right. No, but I'm Knowing saying, I'm what about it. shoot around? Like, what about the morning? Right. Like, it gives a player enough right. time right. Right. to get like prepared for the game. So do all your stuff in the morning. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Eat your food, rest, massage, and prepare yourself to maybe sort of play. But don't 
don't. I just don't like doing that in front of everybody. That's great vet advice, by the way. For sure. Like, what what is like you would say your daily routine to get ready for a game? Uh, wake up. Like if I'm playing or not playing. You're playing. <laughs> if I'm well, playing, that's probably. Let's yeah, let's check off yeah, the days that happen. Okay, you're I got three. Play There's three. <laughs> All right. We can, there's yeah, three. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Three is this. <laughs> yeah. So here they serve breakfast. So you get your little breakfast and get your coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to play, you know, I've already seen like film or I already know who we're going to play. So you go through shoot around and usually shoot around. You have the same routine of how many shots you shoot, what you're going to shoot, how they're going to play you. But for me, I learned, and this is the thing that a lot of guys don't think, your shoulder when you're a shooter is a muscle. So you know how guys go through shoot-around and they're all grouchy about their shot, blah, 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 blah. You're supposed to shoot the same amount of shots all the time. Mm-hmm. You know guys who are like, oh, my shot doesn't feel good, so let me keep shooting? Mm-hmm. You're exhausting that muscle. Okay. You would never do that. Yeah. Like You would never shoot 400 shots and then think that, like, would you do 400 push-ups yeah. and then think in three hours you're gonna, your muscle's going to be able to... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's like running before the game. It doesn't... It doesn't work keep like that. Yeah, routine. keep your same routine because that way you could say, you know, what's a little off. I might need a little treatment on my shoulder. I might need to like, you know, get something activated. Yeah. Like shooting is really about activating your whole body and making sure that like, for me, you're aligned, your feet are on the ground, you have good balance. Yeah. Um, other than that, it either it is or it isn't. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the best shooters in the world don't even shoot 50%. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you think? If you're... Six for twelve, that's a great night. Yeah, yeah. If you're nine for twelve, you're on fire. Yeah. You got your barbecue chicken. <laughs> you know, and think about it, that's if you get twelve shots. Yeah. Think about it, if you get six and you make two, or you get to a free throw line, get a couple of rebounds, you probably got six or eight points. So yeah, six I mean, shots. That's yeah. not bad. For sure. But yeah, so anyway, shoot the same shots, come back, eat again, watch a show, go to sleep, yeah. go to the game. Do game day stuff is simple. Mm-hmm. It's more like the off day stuff is where it gets complicated. How do I feel? When do I, when have I lifted? Have I lifted heavy? Have I lifted small? Are my feet moving? Yeah. What are teams doing? Do I feel strong enough? And like it's a constant reassessment that yeah. gets very very tedious. Now if you're not playing, the game has nothing. You have nothing yeah. to worry about about the game. Yeah. It's literally you in your own little world. Mm-hmm. Like I am the Puerto Rico to this America. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with y'all. Yeah. But you know what? I'm over here doing my yeah. own thing. I got, I got things I'm working on. For sure. Yeah, because at the end of the day, what expectation? A lot of these guys come in and they get these in between minutes. And the biggest thing I learned, I learned from James Jones, I learned from a lot of the other pros is what expectation does a coach have for you if you're the fourth big? If three guys get in foul trouble and you already worked out, you did your stuff, and he's like, damn, I got to put you in, or these guys are fucking up today, what is your expect? What is this expectation of you? Yeah. No. Nothing. Yeah. So you, people are so tight so when they go in. Sicily, don't mess up. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the problem is. Not even then. Is that, but you want to own your minutes. Everybody else is messing up, so it's like you're, they're putting you in How are you going to own minutes? Like these guys, so the first team always practices with the first team. Right. Mm-hmm. The second team always practices mm-hmm. with the second team. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're on the third team, if you are 11 through 15, yeah. you're like, yo, can I get a sub? Right. And but, most of the time, <laughs> no, you ain't getting that sub. No. But that's like, how do you own your minutes? That's almost looking at Baker Mayfield. He never practiced with the first unit, but when he went in, he showed everybody what he could do. He definitely got snaps with the first unit. He, he definitely said he got didn't. Snaps. He said he did not. Yeah. Oh, he said he, nev- he said he did not work with the first well, he's team. He's a savage. Yeah, exactly. So that's savage. what makes his story so compelling. That's, 
savagery. It but may be a football. It's football. I guess like I'm just saying the, 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 the mentality of going yeah, into yeah, the game and playing your game. He's controlling their whole offense, really. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He basically, they're going to yeah. go off what he goes. Like in basketball, we can't just jump in with anybody and no. then have the same rhythm. And no, same no, no, no. Because like you can't put me and Z in the game together because right. you know defensively, we do the same things, but offensively, we don't. So it's not going to work. I'm not going to guard a four-man. Where Z's not going to guard a four man, or like if me and Kevin go, yeah. he can guard a four man, but I can't. And you know, either or. Yeah. When you come off the bench, when you're 11 through 15, you have one responsibility, and that is to be in shape yep. and to be an absolute savage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> savage. Sure. Like you got to affect the game. If you're a defensive yeah. guy, if you're 11 through 15, yeah. most likely yeah. you're either extremely talented and yeah. young, yeah. And just don't get the game, yeah. or you are a specialist. Yeah. You're a defensive specialist. Yeah. You're an attack the rim athlete, or you're a sh- drop dead shooter. Yeah, yeah. When you come in, you have no other responsibility to do that. Affect the game. Affect, the, affect game the game somehow. Gotta affect That's the game. That's it. it. But but listen, go ahead. Earn your check. Like yeah. show yeah. why yeah. they should keep affect you the game. a part of their team. Yeah. The roster. Listen, you could affect the game, and still. Not earn your check because of like you earn your check on a daily basis of oh who is this oh of um doing your job every day because you probably give everyone a different look who's this oh, it's my net bag oh tight thanks Angel um yeah I think that's what guys I think that's what I've learned over these years like it's easy when somebody says here's thirty minutes a night yep. you can cruise. When you're like six through ten, six through nine, yeah. now you got a role, but you got your specific specific role. When for you're sure. eleven through fifteen, for sure, you got coming there I mean, like I've this literally is it. been. I think I've been in every. Position I was just going to ask you that exact literally, same question. This, right, this one guy, years, right? I've literally been in <laughs> every single one, right? Yeah. Oh, twenty-eight yes. minutes, ten minutes, for seven minutes. sure. Like, I've been I've in that for three years. All yeah, like, man. And, you know, the best thing I say is like, you just gotta mentally always just be there. Even if yeah. people don't think you're there, yeah. you just gotta just be there. The older right. you get, the more you'll yeah. be like, yeah. like you see me, like sometimes if we get up by about 15, 16 and we're rolling, start the pants is coming off, start I gotta start stretching. stretching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we start getting down 20, and you know, I look at, I see how many fouls he got. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I got to give Dan a nod. Like, yep. I hoop today. You know, sometimes it's good to go out. Like, some guys are like, I don't want to play these yeah. last three minutes. If you go out there, I just man, put me in. I'm yeah. going to shoot all these. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> because someone may say, damn, he's ready. He want to. You never hoop. know who's watching. You never know, which yeah. is crazy. Let's take that a step further. I mean, we have three players here in, in different phases yeah. of their yeah. career. I mean, John, you're right in the prime of your yeah. career, right? Mm-hmm. You've been in all of those situations. Yeah. As we take another step, what does that do mentally? To a player to have been through all that to get it going every single day when you have had to vary your roles throughout your career. Um, I mean, it just gives me confidence, man. Like it just you know knowing that I can kind of assume and morph into any role that's kind of handed to me, and I kind of pride myself on that. You know, what I mean, just being able to adapt um, and 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 play a role where it's like you know when I was with Jay Kidd. You know, there was like up to touch, aggressive defense, screen roll, dunker. Coach Budenholzer, hey, he calls me, he goes, hey, I need you to shoot thousand corner threes a day. Like, you know, I'm just talking. And so I adjusted to being able to shoot the three 
and I shot at a pretty decent clip for the short period of time. But you know, that's kind of what I you know to stay in this league, you gotta you gotta be able to do that. You know what I mean? It could be something little. Yeah. You know, mine was a little bit bigger, right? Mine was like, okay, I was a true post-up center in college, went to the league, found out, nah, homie, we ain't doing that, right? But the league was very different back then. Like, I was guarding Shaq and Yao Ming and them big behemoths. I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. I'm going to be out the league quick. And then finally, Alvin Gentry said, take one step back from that bad mid-range because you're playing with Amari. Mm -hmm. Shoot this. Mm -hmm. But I could guard big guys Mm -hmm. because I knew... If I guard you and you shoot this bad too, you got to shoot a hundred of these. Yeah. yeah. But you can shoot 10 of those. I can shoot 10 threes and I'm going to outscore you you're every night. Win, and you're right. going to be, you're not getting no rebounds. Yeah. You're not getting no blocks. And I have unconscious because <laughs> Alvin's whole thing was, listen, make, I've been fired before. I don't care. That's mm-hmm. what he would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would tell me, he goes, I don't care if you're 0 for 10. Yeah. Make me take you out the game. Make me take you out the game. If you don't shoot it, I will take you out. And right. that was kind of the turning point in my three-point kind of evolution. It was a preseason game. I hesitate. I airballed. And Bud comes to me in the weight room. He's cool. He's like, if you ever, ever hesitate again, you will never play. Yeah. I said, Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> and that's kind of when it started to kind of click and develop. Yeah. So I, I yeah. you know, I'm thankful for that. I think that's a lot of coaches like don't yeah. encourage like the right shots. They're always quick to discipline. Yeah. But they're not like, listen, like you have to shoot that shot. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather you're not gonna you can't teach unless somebody takes a bad one, mm-hmm. right? But if they make that shot consistently, is it bad? Yeah. Like James Harden's shots. Statistically, mm-hmm. we're the worst. Mm-hmm. But you can't in. correct it. it you can't in. correct it because mm-hmm. that's good for them. Yeah. You just got to be like, damn, like this is working. Yeah, yeah. So that's your shot, John Henson. You went over like at what point in your career, year three, year four, when you know coach was saying you need to take the three. And even with you, mm-hmm. did you come in the league understanding where it was going, and so you already had that, you know, for you? Like, how is this game changing your game even? I mean, I never truly was like a post-up big. Like when I played in high school, I was shooting mid-range jump shots. I never really shot threes, but I was just dunking and shooting mid-range jump shots. But I think um, as I got to college, I started to shoot a lot more just because it was just something that I was able to do. I had a good touch, a good shot. But um, it was probably maybe like halfway through my rookie year where Earl Watson, he told me I have to start shooting like, I forgot how many it was, but it was like 25, 50 makes from each spot uh, after shoot-around, though. So it was before every game. He was like, you have to shoot. If you want to shoot, you have to shoot these shots every day. I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to shoot these just so I can shoot in the game because I, I know I want, I'm going to end up wanting to shoot it, and I don't want him to be mad. So he made me shoot those shots, and he didn't say nothing when I was shooting in the game, so I just kept working on it. And then, um, you know, over the summer, just trying to trying to develop more and more and, and just growing as a player. Here's my question for you, Marquise. Mm-hmm. NBA fans, NBA players, they know what Channing Fry is. Mm-hmm. They know what Channing Fry does. John Henson, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what he does, right? When you game plan for Channing Fry, John Henson, you know what they do. Mm-hmm. In terms of you and what you want to be, you're in your third season, you're only 21 mm-hmm. years of age. What does Marquise Chris want to be as he continues to progress in his NBA career? Um, I think a, a versatile athlete. You know, I don't, I don't think I – need to be known as being able to shoot or just being able to dunk. I think I want to be able to be hard to guard and hard to plan for, you know, things like that. I want to be a guy who, 
you know, I, I play hard enough for it doesn't really matter what you do. I'm just going to try to outplay you. And, um, you know, I, I think that's something that I'm still working on. And I was talking to him, Channing, last game. He was saying in the second half, my energy was a lot better. And, you know, obviously, I started playing a lot better in the second better. half. Yeah. So you I said think, it seemed like, I'll say this, it seemed like, you know, what happens is guys like scoring. Mm-hmm. But they think that, like, for them to score, like, they ask for a handout. But, like, the something that transferred from D'Antoni to Alvin, obviously, and mm-hmm. to everyone in Phoenix when I was there, is ball finds energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, you were bullying guys to get offensive rebounds. Like, your vibe is going to be, if you could take that little snippet of, like, oh, shit, this is how hard it takes mm-hmm. for me to play this well, yeah. that becomes a consistent. Yeah. And it would, some guys don't ever find it. But they're talented enough to just kind of give sixty percent. If you can make your hundred percent consistent, let's be realistic. Nobody plays good eighty-two games. Yeah. Right. Some of the best advice I got from a coach, I won't tell you. He goes, Channing, how much are you making this year? And I said, Coach, uh, I said like five million, right? And or like you know whatever I was making yeah. at the time. He goes, Are you an all-star? I said no. He goes, Do you start eighty-two games? I said no. He goes, I expect you to play. He goes, oh, he goes, what do you average? I said, like 12 and 7, 12 mm-hmm. and 5, whatever it was. He was like, right, I expect you to get 12 and 5, two out of four games, mm-hmm. right? And I expect you to get uh, anything above that once, basically once a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I know once a week you're going to have a game where somebody game plans you and you get like 6 and 6. Mm-hmm. I just know it. Yep, yep. Based on who you are, based on what this is. Yep. Now, guys like LeBron, guys like James Harden, yep. games like Paul George, all those guys, yep. they average a crazy amount, which is amazing because of who they are. But a lot of guys don't understand, like, you don't have to, you just got to play hard. Right. Yep. It's going to happen. And then you build on that. But you don't have to, guys are like, I want to get 30. This ain't college. Right. This ain't the pro. You ain't getting 30 shots. Yeah, nah. People who get 30, most likely, are either on fire, somebody says, let them shoot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you are a savage. Yeah. Yeah. They're think savages. About, savages. They're think about savages. how many people are scoring 50 now because they have free reign to shoot the ball all game. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, you don't really see, when's the last bench guy other than Lou Williams that got 30? No. Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. But listen. If we're going to say one thing about Jordan, what's he going to do? He's going to get a bucket. He's going to get a bucket. Yes. Nobody worries. That's him. That's what he does. He plays hard in that direction. So that's what I'm saying. Like when you come off the bench, you just got to play hard because no one expects you to get 30. If you get 20, they're going to throw a huge. Dave Nawaba had 22. On what? Seven layups and a bunch of free throws. <laughs> a couple steals. That were really nice. Yeah. A couple steals. A couple steals. Just he was hard just playing work. dumb hard. Yeah, right. Owning his minutes. Owning his minutes. And it, I mean, that's what it's, it's crazy. Like, the older I got, the more I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Like, this is so much more fun now. Like, it's tough to get to that position, to get comfortable where you're at, like in the rotation. But once you understand what's expected, and like if you have a coach that explains it, it makes the game so much more fun. For sure. Where you're just calm about it, and you're just like, okay, all I have to do is make him shoot this shot. Mm -hmm. All I got to do is, you know. Do what I do. Do what I do. And and that's that's it. And at the end of the day, watch some film, learn, and and be about your life, man. Live good. But let's talk talk about something that's really important. Let's talk about these guys. 
You went to North Carolina. Yep. Yes. And Mark Kisadilla, guys, he loves that nickname. Oh, my goodness. Kisadilla. How'd you get to UW? I don't know. You're from Seattle. No, I'm not. He's from Sacramento. <laughs> He's from Sac. Probably have to edit if I we'll, we'll just talk off. We'll talk off camera. No, no, no. He got that <laughs> no, back. I, I wish. Shit. I would have stayed another year if I did. Um, How'd you get all the way up there? I mean, he just. It's he, not that far. It's not really, but he came to he came to a, a tournament where I was playing well, and then all the other coaches was like assistant coaches and you know recruiters and things like that. But he was the only head coach who was talking to me, so that just it that, that got me like kind of interested in what they was talking about. And then he was at all my practices. He would come down like every other month and sit down and talk to my family and me. Yeah. So Give just I jobs. had a better connection. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Stuff chip. like that. Cool. That's a nice story. Oh, man, I like this new uh, tractor over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, Coach Olsen, I was getting these letters, so I, I wasn't really ever that that good. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like starting to like bud mm-hmm. my uh, junior, senior year uh, high school. And Coach Olsen... Wrote me a handwritten letter, which I found out it wasn't handwritten. It was handwritten from his secretary. secretary but <laughs> still didn't matter. He came to my he came to my thing like he said, and that's all that mattered to me. Right. Yeah. And when I went down there, shit was cracking. <laughs> <laughs> With Richard Jefferson, Lauren Woods, Michael Wright, Arizona Gilbert, was Luke. one of my favorites, but I was worried that Luke wouldn't be my coach, so I, that's why oh, I decided, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why I decided not to thing. go. Yeah. To take him out of my top. Yeah, Roy, man. I was this classic before I signed. North Carolina was like, "We want you to come here, but we have, you know, y'all had a stacked team: Sean May, Rashad McCants, um, uh, um, yeah, Marvin Williams, uh, Raven Felton. Who else? You had uh, you are kind of old. (laughs) Yeah, who? So you are kind of old. Yeah, it's okay. The funniest thing when you were just talking about the game and your body breaking down, when we were in Milwaukee, and this is just a blooper standpoint, and we'll ask you guys to give your bloopers of your seasons. Sometimes it's nice to laugh at yourself, but when you, I don't know if he jabbed or what the case was, but when you fell back. For twelve seconds, <laughs> if you d- if you haven't seen it, I'll no, show you. Oh, you! It was here. the funniest thing I've ever seen in my so, life. So Brooke, I was like, no right hand. Mm-hmm. So he jabbed. So I tried to jump, but he stepped on my left foot. Mm-hmm. So you know I don't like to fall. <laughs> if you can ever remember me, how many times have you ever seen me fall? Yeah, you try to never. Too big I'll stay to fall. up. I will take a charge, <laughs> charge, and stay standing up. I'm not gonna fall. I see too many, too much shit happen, right? So for me, sure. He jabbed me, but it stepped on my foot. Now, Brooke and I are cool. We played in uh, L.A. for a little bit. I love his brother, Robin. We're cool as shit. Brooke's my guy. I like uh, Yeah, Brooke, Robin are great guys. Yep. Uh, a little crazy, but great. And <laughs> um, he stepped on my foot, and I was trying to get my balance, mm. but the Kyrie's got super grip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what happened. Like, move boots. <laughs> Yo, you know how the niggas be on the side of the, the spaceship. Yeah. Koof, koof. It was yeah, making that yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. I was like... You just got to fall, big fella. Yeah. So I just said, Jesus, take the wheel. It just finally <laughs> fell back. But I was already by the free throw line, and he jabbed me at the three-point line. So oh, man. It looks bad. It was funny. I'm There's a sure lot of bloopers. And guess what? Remember when I threw it to um, Colin yeah. at the beginning of the year? It was a big deal. You know how many times this happened this year? Like nine. What happened? Remember when I drove back? Oh, you weren't here. You weren't here. 
I drove base on and oh, Collins stood and he, up it was out of and shake his yeah. hands oh, like yeah, this. Yeah, bench, yeah. So I whoop, yeah, winged yeah, it to yeah, him. Yeah. And he was like, what are you yeah, doing? I was like, why are you And when you got here, you were like, oh gosh, that's my teammate that's throwing the ball to the bench. same color warm up as we had jerseys. So Boogie did it. All these guys are doing it now because everyone's standing up as somebody's driving baseline. And everyone thinks baseline drive, baseline drift. For sure. Um, you know, we actually have one specific one. It was in Cleveland. Um, Kyrie was coming off a pick and roll, and I'm like, "Oh, I, I can, remember. I can get there. I could slide. I could slide." Oh no, I remember that. And I, I, I jumped out like trying to cut him off. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally couldn't stop myself. I just <laughs> fell and slid. And there was like a meme of me like sliding into space. Yo, so that was kind of the funny story. I wish it was video of this. So Kyrie was coming back from injury and I wasn't playing. So I was like, yo, let's play let's, let's play some ones. Mm. I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see what it's like. Mm. Yo. Mm-hmm. We're playing one on one. I didn't score a point. Not one point. We we're playing makers. Did you get the ball? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is in impossible yeah. to guard this dude as a big man. He was like, if you get in a stance, he was throwing it through my legs. He was, I was spun around so many times <laughs> because you got to like force him a certain way, but he jumps yeah. right hand, right foot, yeah. left hand, left foot. You can't time it. Spin, you can't time it. Mm-hmm. And he's literally not even looking at anything above your chest. Yeah. It's all your feet. Yeah. And then he's like, step back. And he just lets it, the, the hang dribble. Wow, 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 wow. He's stronger, then, he's stronger than people think, too. Yeah, he'll bump you yep, off. Yep. Big man hook shot. Yep. Bump you off, fake hook shot. Yep. He has big hands, so yep. he'll like palm it real yeah. quick. And I'm like, yeah. yo. He's, to me, top top three. Unguarded. I've seen. ISO guys. Top three ISO guys. Yeah. Obviously, you got to put James. Yeah. Obviously, you got to put him. And then my other three that I played against that was on fire. Mm-hmm. It's a sort of tie between Baron Davis and Jamal Crawford. You know, Rashad McCants was somebody that... Dirty. I've seen, I mean... People don't know about it. Yeah. But in high school and college, he was a 6'6", 6'7", strong, could shoot, could dribble, could post. Like score seven straight pickup, like built like that. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, who was the toughest guard, toughest guy you've ever had to guard? Sheesh. In your vast I'm, I'm three gonna, years I'm going to go just, I'm gonna just like, I, I just, I'll just never forget this moment. Wesley Johnson at Syracuse. Wow. That's interesting. Had, yes. Wow. I had to, I had to play against him. And at the time I was young. Oh, but like, you, well, I just had four. I was at the three end. Wesley was a high oh, draft pick, by the way. Yeah. And, he's a and high high draft. Draft. Wesley was <laughs> playing Phoenix. Can't dribble. Yeah. Can't dribble. I mean, he was killing. Though. I mean, I was like, who is this guy? Just shooting the J. Shooting the J. Same driving, exact dunking. game. Yeah, exact game. But, in college. In college. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Nah, I, I would probably say Lamarcus. Oh, yeah. I had to guard him every single day. That was my f- very first game. <laughs> first game. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, and no. if, he's, he's strong as hell. He, he put strong. his shoulder on me. He don't look that, like, yeah. he don't look the way he feels. Yeah. Anymore. Like, pa- yeah, pause. He uh, super pause. <laughs> he's. <laughs> Like his legs are way stronger than they than it is. Like yeah. he looks strong long, as runs base. straight up, but his jumper is so high. You, you know? can't block you're it. You're not blocking. You're not even defending no. it. Like no. he 
He put his shoulder on me and spun around and shot his fade away. I'm like, you can't even be mad because you see it on TV. You're like, damn, that's tough. You just got to try to do it on you. There when he shoots it. Yeah, that's all you can do. Right. You got to do your work early. You got to just be like, listen, if you're gonna score fifty, you will be exhausted and have to go in this cold tub. Like, there are some guys. I'll say like top five hardest ever for me to guard was number one, Zach Randolph. Mm. Ooh. For sure. Oh my God. Sure. You didn't get to. I didn't get, I didn't, prime I didn't get the duck prime Zach. No. The duck ends, the offensive rebounds, yeah. the physical. Like him and I, you know, we're cool. And we, he'd be like, Jenny, ready? I'd be like, man, let's get to wrestling. <laughs> and I'd tell the ref, listen, don't call no, don't call no soft fouls. I got to wrestle him. And the ref, like, all right. And literally from the three point line down, because that's how I was taught, it was. Mm-hmm. Stop him at Stop the three him. point line. Stop him early. And you got to chest up. Yep. And you got to listen. Yep. If you gonna get there, you got to come through me to get there. Right. So him, two thousand five to two thousand eight, Dirk. Mm. Ooh, that was a bit. I mean, it's scary because I've had I had Dirk on the back end of his career, and I just remember the scouting report and guarding him. You're not there, so no. I can't imagine no. crime. And the thing was, it's not like he's bringing the ball up to court. He's actually going through their offense. Right. So the first six minutes of the game, you know, when he was playing. Your decision floppy, the, the, where you can go t- baseline. Or- yes. Oh, but it was nothing you could do yeah. because you can't switch. Yeah. And if you're if he comes off that side, he's seven foot, so he's shooting behind. If you switch, he has a guard on him. <laughs> so then you're like switch, but then it was little J.J. Berea <laughs> running around. Now he's fast as shit. Or fast like, you know, uh, Devin Harris in his prime. Mm-hmm. Stop it. And then finally, it was just nothing you could do with these two guys would be uh, Shaq and Yao. I can't imagine that, man. I can. Ooh, Yao was Shaq impossible. And yeah. And I try, I had to guard him for a little bit in the playoffs. And I'm like, what you, what you want me to do with this? Right. Hip what to hip. I've never seen a bigger guy hip to hip. Oh, when you're behind man, him. I remember seeing his him at hips. University of He's Texas. So they had training camp there. And I was visiting like college visit. And he walked in. I mean, his legs were like. That's what I'm like, saying. And then behind him, yes. no, no tail, but from hip to hip when you're behind oh, him, like how wide is? He's just a big boy. <sighs> He's just so heavy. Yeah. Man. But I, I watch videos like, on Instagram stuff. He'd be bullying people under the rim and just dunking bully. the hell out of them. But the thing was, you can't foul him. Yeah. Because he shot the foul shots. Yeah. And he was shooting turnaround jays too. Yeah. And it was like, it was him, and then Ron Artest, and then T Mac, and it was just like, oh god. It was ridiculous. I mean, the league has some amazing players, but I think to have some of those big old dinosaurs, I'm glad that I've seen the progression from like, I caught the end of AI. I think people sleep on how good Chauncey Billups was. Right? Because I caught that. I caught that Detroit team, which was. Billups. Oh. Hey, it used to be cracking in Detroit. Yeah, for cracking in Detroit. Um, That's a good group of guys. Yeah. Like Tayshawn Prince. Mm-hmm. Tough. I remember when he got drafted, and I remember they were like, "Oh, he's too skinny. He's not gonna be good." Man, he was posting everybody up <laughs> and getting hook shots in the middle of the lane. Yeah. One seventy five posting people. Everybody. Up. Yeah. Everybody. I never knew how he did it. Where his strength came from? Yeah. Pure sheer will. Yeah. He was so like Posey was good. Yeah, Pose. Pose was good. Yeah, and so Walker Posey. was crazy because back then there was only two guys that would dribble the ball up to court. They were like six nine. It was him and Lamar Odom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar Odom was nice. Yeah, Ron Artest was a beast in what, Houston. What about Indiana? 
Right, right. Houston, he was the beast. He was a Houston. Ugh, dude, uh, Indiana teams with David West, you know, like Stat- Danny Granger, that you had to be ready for a dogfight. Yeah. Big Hibbert, yeah. you had to be ready for a dogfight. Like, that's mm-hmm. what, you don't really get those teams anymore that's like, okay, here we go. These guys are huge. Yeah. Like, the they're going to be physical. Everything is so that's three how Memphis and, was three like and layups. Yeah. That was like Memphis. That's how people looked at them with Zach and Mark. Be like, when you play but against you them, you like you got to get ready Zach to wrestle. Mark. Oh, he was he was still trying to trying to go at me. Tony Allen, Tony Allen would talk from the jump. Yeah. <laughs> Warm-ups. <laughs> Who's, who is this? <laughs> who is this? First team? First team. Team, every steal, and he never looked like he was trying. Right, and you dribble, and he'd be like, "I got it." And I'm like, "God, oh, lay up another." <laughs> who, who are a few uh, guys that you wish you could play against? Shaq, for sure. I have no chance. Yeah, but Shaq, because like even me, like I, when I was drafted, I was drafted. I played like power forward my first. My fault. Um, I played power forward my first like year or two in the league, like. When I had LD as a coach, like we were running like cross fifty four, like you know what I mean. Like I was getting like yeah, like you know what I mean. So, you know, I would have had a chance, but like Shaq, um, AI would have liked to really play against him. Um, Kobe in his prime would have been nice Kobe to see. For sure. um, I never played against him. Oh, AI was an automatic foul. Yeah, he was so quick, and then yeah, the minute he was imagine. by you, he go like this, and he was tiny. You boop ah foul. <laughs> James Harden, but. Uh, all everywhere around the court. Yeah, like James is like top of the key, really right side because everyone sends him right now or layup. Where AI was everywhere on that court, it didn't matter. Like, okay, make me go left. Okay, I'm going over here. Make me go right. Okay, I'm going over here. And then free throws, free throws, free throws, free throws, steals, free throws, free throws, <laughs> steals, steals, steals. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, probably stat. I think that's probably the main person I want to play against. Uh, J Kid. By said, he means Amari Stoudemire. Yeah, Amari Stoudemire, my bad. Um, Tim Duncan. Oh, God, you know. he was so tough. Yeah, even like like he said, Kobe. I think I, I missed all of these. Like those were those were yeah, all right before I got here. You're playing against some epic players yeah, now. Oh, for sure. That's, good, that's an excellent point. I was going to ask you about Tim Duncan, but go ahead, continue that thought. Tim Duncan was, I mean, it was crazy because he was never uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think the only time we ever made him uncomfortable was in 2010 where we beat we swept them in the playoffs. And that's when like they were they were playing really big. Mm-hmm. And then the year next year that's when like the whole thing of we're going to shoot a bunch of threes came in mm-hmm. because we were too fast for them. Mm-hmm. We were just running circles. Goran Dragic had 23 in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Like Amar was booming all over Richard. Uh, <laughs> uh, you made Tim unhelpful. How, dude? You just gotta like have so much energy and will that like you just you have to speed them up. They run the same plays. They run mm-hmm. the same plays everybody runs. Mm. They just know if you go over, I'm gonna get this layup. If you go under, I'm gonna get this shot. If you go over and then this guy tags, this guy's going to get like They just know the game. That's why I'm asking. It almost seems impossible to speed Tim Duncan up. Yeah, but you speed him up just in his decision making. Mm-hmm. And then you give him different looks. They were like chanting, we're going to need you to front him a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to need you to gold him. We're going to get a double team when you ask for it. Mm-hmm. So we would like, you know, double team from the baseline one time. 
one time. And then we double teamed from the exactly top. Exactly probably what you had to do just to, so he wouldn't know. No, because yeah, exactly he, you know, going on. old school players, when they would get double teamed, they'd take a dribble in place. So they'd be mm-hmm. like, double team on the dribble. Mm-hmm. So they'd just take a double team in place mm-hmm. to see if you're coming. But I'd be like, come on the third dribble. So we'd go. And then, you know, most guys put their head down. Yeah. One, two, you know, because that's what they work yep. on. Mm-hmm. So Tim with one, two. Now he's like, okay, let me go into my move. Three, boom, you double team. Yeah, you know. So it was just, and this is how crazy you locked in. I was. Yeah, you had to be like, Channing, we're only gonna play you twenty four minutes, and we're gonna switch you with like Robin and Amari, and we're gonna put like all different types of people on him, but Ginobili, mm-hmm. all that Euro step, all that like. Pump fake, scoring, getting yeah. to the free throw line. He was a savage. Like, Tim was going to give you what you needed. Mm. TP was going to get you points and assists. Ginobili was going to get you a dub. Yeah. He was going to be like, I don't care, one for 11. We're like, double team him. Yeah. <laughs> double team him. <laughs> double team him. He's, he's going. He, oh, he's going. He's going. He's going, going. Like, I think even in 2000, all the teams that we played, in the playoffs, I think the two players that we felt like, honestly, by themselves, could beat us before Golden State, obviously, was Paul George and DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Those two guys, we were like, we got to stop it. You got to stop them. You got to stop them. Mm-hmm. Because they will give you 50 and win the game. Mm-hmm. Just because of like their skill set and, and their system. And mm-hmm. they're going to get everybody else going. So double team and make – because what you learn is – if a guy shoot, if you shoot thirty shots a game, mm-hmm. that's what you're used to. If you shoot twenty, you're used to that. That's your rhythm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you shoot ten or eleven, and you just pass, you pass, you become passive. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was kind of weird for Paul that we were double team him all, us, all, yeah. all over the court. Yeah. Any come over half court, double team. Come through a pin down, double team. Yep. No, you just not gonna play. Like unless you just go ISO Joe, you're not mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna. You're not gonna play. But. I'm sorry, I'm going kind of to a different direction just a little bit. I don't know when this will be edited, but the fact that it's March Madness right now, and I know you're not a fan of the Dukies or whatnot, Mm -hmm. in case we talked about March Madness just a little bit. Are they going to make the tournament this year? Uh Uh-oh. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So they're not a... Oh. (laughs) Isn't a a Pac-12 going to get like one bid this year or something like that? Yes, sir. Are you guys a big big six conference anymore? Uh Uh-oh. What? Yeah, this is happens. Mm. Just the lunar solstice. Just Keith, get ready. <laughs> like, oh, is a West, is a West Coast conference. It's a almost... transition year. Okay, for sure. Transition we're, we're dominating. year. Because UCLA we're dominating is struggling a little bit. Year. Right? What? Nope. What okay. happened? No. So UCLA is usually a powerhouse. And you guys need Gonzaga. That's what yeah. you guys you need. U of A struggling. Gonzaga. Need Gonzaga to go into the Pac-12 if you want to start talking. No. Oh no. So it's ACC time. Yeah, it is. Okay, just wanted to throw that out there. I mean, you guys got a lot more money to spend. That's what's up, right? Y'all probably got a lot more money to spend over there. We'll probably get three number one seats this year. Got a lot more money to spend over on the East Coast. That makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Zion just went there for free. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You got Nike execs flying from China and stuff. Right. Hey, I agree. You talk about Duke, I agree with everything you guys are 100%. How did you get there? North Carolina. Yeah, women's basketball, you know, a little, oh, little more, little more on the up, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> more of the L7. I don't know. I don't know. Candace Parker, you know, Candace Parker, like, you know, like Candace Parker might have got a bag. Oh, for sure, for sure, for she has her own shoe. She for sure got Tennessee probably gave her a little bag. 
Okay. No, nah, we maybe we don't. Uh, who got okay, how about this? Who got a bag in women's basketball to go what college you're going to? Is Baylor giving out bags? Oh, uh Rebecca Lobo got a bag. Ooh. Gino Hennon. Where did Diane Taurasi go to college? Oh, UConn. 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 Bag. Okay. No. She's just a savage. What about savage. This? what about the Guma the Guma K sisters? Bags. No, what? No bags. Stanford, no bag. No, no, no. You don't not even a get a scholarship. They're you just get a scho- yeah. They're Stanford part of Nerd Nation. What about right. the girl? What about they're the girl so from dear. South Carolina? Asian, Asian, Asian Oh, for sure, bag. Oh, no way. No. She's no. from <laughs> South Carolina. No <laughs> way. No way. You know what? She's from South Women's Carolina. Basketball. Don Staley. Right. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to play for Don Staley? Wait, like I consider Temple. Didn't she commit somewhere and then then or she was always she was considering UConn until. Don Staley went over. Is, is UConn ruining women's basketball? Yes. No, because they're not really. I mean, it's changing already with Notre Dame, with Louisville. Right. Notre Dame's been up number two for the longest. Oh, give me a Notre Dame's been. Hey. Skylar Diggs. UConn has got stopped a lot of legends. Yeah, yeah. UConn has stopped a lot of legends from getting championships. I mean, 100%. Yeah. That's true. I what about. Uh, but Tennessee used to be the same way. Are yeah. they bad for basketball? You're Whatever. Right Whatever. You're right. You're right. Tennessee was. Ooh, when they had the old school jerseys, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think it would be interesting to know. I would hope that women's basketball will soon get a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've said that, but I'm just making my point. I think it would be right. good to be like it would hype. Look, no dads way. would have their daughters out there shooting thousand shots a day. Get a bag. If they knew people were giving the bag, hundred percent. Sure. Think about it. Yeah, if women's soccer was like. Women's soccer, you know, North Carolina pays, you know, uh, Becky Johnson 200000 to come here. Hey, I'd be like, what? yo, yo, Marco, yeah. going outside. <laughs> <laughs> if NC paying 2K, what's goody? There's <laughs> for what y'all sure. Need. Y'all need a bag. There's for sure some something going on. Maybe not. They're know, just better with it. It's got to be. It's, they got to be no better way. with it. No way. They just, just have to be better game, with it. love the guys. Okay. Hey. Oh, go ahead. Yep. There's corruption at all levels. Oh, all levels. So, you know. That's all right. Sorry. Corruption makes it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we like the drama. Corruption, we, you know. Yeah, we like happens. corruption, smruption. It's all right. Listen, how do you should feel, be paid How anyways. do we feel about the LSU oh. situation? What happened? Um, I guess the guy got recorded saying he gave a kid some money and yeah. well, it was the, hoop, the hoop team? Yeah, the hoop yeah. team. But they're really good this year. They're nice. I watched them play. They look like an NBA team out yeah. there. They got the big old boy. What's his name? Nas. Nas. Nas Reed. They got they got length. I mean, they big were, ass point guard, man. Yeah, he's like six eleven, six ten. Here we go. We're gonna clink on the goodbye. Ting tings. Mm. It's been a great combo. We'll definitely well do done. this again. We'll get for the record. Marquise Chris we'll did not drink any wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Bye.